Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Water in the Morning podcast. My name is Joyce. My name is Jason. Once again, it is the Canadian Chinese existential crisis experience extravaganza. Um, yeah, we're always leveling up. That's how <laughs> that's how we do it in this house. We're I like, like how we leveled up into extravaganza. Yeah, like, I think before it was just. Um, experience uh, experience well even before that i feel like there's um hang out in a park it's like true those are the levels hang out in park oh my god the next level is extravaganza maybe like quinceanera comes after i don't know <laughs> i don't see that well today's episode is all about friendship all about kind of our past present future where we're at with friendship how we're making friends as adults because that is a Yo. topic I'm seeing a lot of people talking about it, which is actually quite exciting for me. It sometimes feels like you don't really get a manual for this kind of thing. Mm. And a podcast is the next best thing. <laughs> 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 Parasocially leeching off of other people's yeah, yeah, yeah. social lives, I think. Uh, before we get started, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening to this. So you can see future episodes and see what Jason and Joyce are mentally up to. <laughs> and then before we talk about friendship, Jason, do you have any WhatsApp wisdom from your parents? <laughs> I do have some WhatsApp wisdom. Lay it um, on us. <laughs> normally, I think I try to pick funny ones. This one, I mean, it's not so funny. It's just what my my mom's up to. My mom has Aww. glaucoma, um, which... To be honest, I don't really know what it is. Um, I know it affects her eyes, and it's something like a buildup of pressure, <gasps> and she needs to get certain. She's been like using these like eye drops daily for like ten years now. Anyways, this is just more into the life of Jason and his family. So my mom has glaucoma, um, and she wanted me to make an appointment for her, um. So, like, a few months ago, she asked me, she has to, like, come to Vancouver to get, like, a surgery done. And so she had an appointment with the surgeon, but then, like, the surgeon was like, oh, like, we're not going to operate, come back in a year. But then she went back to her regular doctor and is like, he was like, oh, um, I think you should get it done as soon as possible. Or was it sooner rather than later? And... I think my mom heard as soon as possible, but then in the notes on the doctor, it said um, one year is fine or something. And so oh. there's sort of been this like game of medical telephone. And so this week, my mom texted me to ask if I could go back to the Vancouver doctor in person to just kind of like sort it out and make the appointment. But they're like, oh, we don't actually book that far in advance. And... I guess my WhatsApp wisdom of the week is the saga continues. Oh my God. Um, Keep advocating for yourself in a medical context. Totally. Very um, important. So I, I think uh, if I zero in on a specific text, my mom asked me to do it, but I was like a little nervous because I knew already that I had been in person and then they like, um, they told me, oh, like, you have to come back later. And so my mom texted me again. And then I was, like, worried because now I'm kind of, like, I do want to support my mom. But I also want to, like, you know, respect the bookings. doctor. Yeah. So, oh. so anyways, I was kind of procrastinating it. And then 
I eventually just texted my mom. I was like, ah, is it sorry? Can I like do it next week? And then she's like, oh yeah, no problem. Do you worry they won't let you? And she's like, I worry it's very busy in the new year. And I'm like, oh yeah, I was a little worried. Yeah, but I want to try, mom. Anyway, so. That's so sweet. Uh, She like knows you better than you know yourself. She can see right through you. She sees right through me. I Dang, know. that's what's the glaucoma that does not affect her ability to no, see right her, through her you. Third bro. Eye. Yeah. Her, her, her third eye is perfectly fine. <laughs> no eye drops for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If anything, maybe the third eye is just sucking all the power. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That must eyes. be what glaucoma is. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Just Asian moms getting more and more insightful. Totally. Yeah, uh, yeah, how yeah. dare they? How dare they? Well, mine is like also weirdly medical related. So it's because I donated blood last week. So mm-hmm. I was telling my parents about it. This is my quarterly good deed where I go get my snacks and get showered in compliments by sweet, sweet old ladies who mm-hmm. volunteer for Canadian blood services. So I was telling my dad about um yeah, my blood donation. And he tells me this this hot tip from his doctor um and his doctor was telling him that if you're ever in an accident or you ever need a blood transfusion blood if you ever need someone to give give blood to you that you should never like verbally tell them what your blood type is you should let them test for it first because in the case that either they somehow mishear you and i'm sure these medical professionals they would test anyway but Mm. this is like in that you know random case they either mishear you or if you're like barely conscious and Mm. let's say you say the wrong blood type or something you can die instantly from getting the wrong blood type so yeah from my dad's doctor to my dad to me keep that in mind if you're ever in a medical emergency (laughs) Don't be going and telling people Don't what your blood boldly, type is. Yeah. Yeah. Make let them let them test for it. Yes. Let them test for it. And yay. Thanks, dad. Yeah. Slash dad's doctor. Some hot <laughs> tips. Literally, I'm like, that was a good life tip, dad. Thanks. <laughs> I will hold this information in my mind now. Well, now you're distributing it to tens of people. Yes. <laughs> To our three listeners out there. I, and I love every single one of them, and I want none of them to die. I can confirm that. I don't yeah. want anyone who listens to our podcast to die. <laughs> yeah. They say that about Hot Water in the Morning listeners. You know how, yeah. like, BTS has their, like, army <laughs> okay. or whatever? Like, okay. our listeners, none of them are dying of blood transfusion malpractice. Oh we can proudly say that. Okay. Friendship time. Jason, where Yo. where should we start? Where do we start with this? What's your friendship origin story? So I feel like kind of your built-in first like friendship experience like is your sibling. Mm. So I have like really early memories of me and my brother like playing together. And I think we got along like pretty well, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. I know not every sibling pair can say that. Mm-hmm. Um, had... <laughs> further issues down the line but <laughs> when we were young um yeah spent a lot of time together um yeah just hanging out and playing with legos yeah and, and we, it would be very yeah it was actually very cute it's like he loved lego 
I love stuffed animals. So we would have a Lego stuffed animal like city together and we would, you know, have commerce. We would have economy. (laughs) We would have like export, import. It was very exciting. Um, But yeah, just like, you know, just regular things that kids do, right? Right. I love it. The way you described it, it was like in Pokemon where they they give you like, you're a Pokemon trader now. Yeah. And you can yeah. pick from Charmander, Bulbasaur, or Squirtle. Or no, whatever. literally. It's like it's like a gender assignment, <laughs> yes. essentially. You know, what toy you gravitated towards as a child dictates who you become. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're still a Lego person. I'm a Lego boy. I'm still a stuffed animal person. As represented by this shark. There's a giant stuffed Ikea shark behind me. And I'm never not going to be a stuffed animal person. No. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was kind of my my start. And then when I was making when I started going to school, that's usually when it happens. Um, my first like best friend, I think I became friends with her because we fa- somehow found out that we had the same birthday. So oh, it almost wow. felt like built-in best friend status, like yeah. how how serendipitous, right? Oh, like what are the gosh. chances of Pulling up to kindergarten and you find a girl who was born on the same day as you. No. Very profound. I'm still friends with her now. So it's very nice. Like we're friends. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Where does your like friendship quest start? Yeah. Well, um, if we're going to start in the same way. Uh, yeah. With my sister. Because your brother's three years older than yeah. you. Yeah. 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 My sister's six years older than me, so I feel like the age gap created this, like, I don't know, distance. Totally. Um, But I think I remember this one time, or me playing make-believe with my sister, we would, like, um, try to make potions, uh, like, in my mom's garden. So I remember we had this, like, yellow Frisbee, and we'd overturn it, and then we'd, like, add water and it would be like our little cauldron and then um my mom had would have this like heather like the heather plant um and so we would like take the pines the needles off the heather we'd add rose petals we'd make this like murky brown soup of a of a of a potion um so i remember that i remember once my sister uh we had these little bells and she told me that fairies live in the bells. Oh. Um, so, yeah, these are my memories playing with my sister. Oh, yeah. But I think pretty soon, yeah, we kind of went our separate ways. Um, what about I, in school then? Yeah. For you. You know, it's funny. I feel like I had school friends. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my, my friends that I would make at school, I don't mm-hmm. think I had any issues making friends necessarily um but they would just remain at school like i wouldn't hang Mm. out with them after school yeah um i i would like happily just like all right see you later time for me to go home (laughs) adios well i I think one piece of it is i went to after school care um because my Mm. parents had to work so i did too yeah so uh I so I I think I had like discrete pockets of there's the like friends I would make at school like my re, my regular school and then my mm-hmm. after school care and then like 
because my parents would pick me up from after school care and then I would just like be by myself. So I didn't really, it, it, it sort of like was mind blowing to me in high school. High school was legitimately the first time where I like went on my friend Trevor. He lived, um, like I could walk to school, but Trevor had to take the bus. So in like grade 11, 12 maybe, I like went on Trevor's bus to like hang out at his house. Whoa. And that was like the first time I'd ever done that. And wow. I'm like, this is crazy. Like oh I'm God. on a bus. This is exciting. I'm going um, to someone, some guy's house. <laughs> yeah. Because up until that point, oh, I would just like so go to school. And then afterward be like, all right, time for me to go home and like <laughs> chill. Yeah, chill. Oh, that's interesting. I think because I live so close to school, I had that proximity with the other kids who live close to school so that, you know, it wasn't such a production for us to go to each other's house. It's like, oh, like, do you want to come over and like watch Teen Titans after school? It's like, yes, because you live across the street from the school and then I live across the street the other way. So it's not like, you know, it was difficult for me to get home and stuff. Right. So that's really interesting. I think another piece for me is I was embarrassed about my house. Like I mm. didn't want my friends to come to my house. Mm -hmm. um, like I feel like my parents had like a weird mishmash of furniture. Our food. But how did you was know? Different. Because you'd never been to other people's houses. No. I, well, <laughs> what do you mean? I had been to other people's uh -oh. houses on oh, like at that point. Well. Like, I would have at-home friends, but they weren't necessarily school friends. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, that makes like, sense. Like, it did happen. It just wasn't that... Regular or consistent. Regular, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, true. But I think each time, you know, you go to oh, a white person's house, it yes. was like a, a fact-finding mission. It's just that like, oh. That is such a good point, because thinking that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. All my friends are Asian. <laughs> Not that like my whole school is Asian by any means, but yeah, most of the people, well, I also went to Catholic school hmm. and who loves Catholicism more than anyone? Filipinos. Filipino people. Yes, exactly. So all my friends are Filipino. Um, but, but yeah, because of that, I think that like stigma around like, oh yeah, my parents don't buy new furniture and neither do yours. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was like that understanding that like no we are here to usually play make-believe mm. watch spongebob and like have a snack and then i go home right okay interesting interesting yeah oh and then uh in low well, in high school when you were on the bus going to trevor's house um <laughs> my because i live so close to school i kind of became like my house kind of became the hub like shout out to my parents yeah. for letting my house be this like dumping ground for <laughs> teenagers um so for like my birthday and stuff if i had my friends over and then towards the end of high school i would do like kind of a christmas new year's like some kind of party around that time where we would just mm. meet up, play board games and like watch anime clips on YouTube for like mm. five hours. Mm. Um, but yeah, just the fact that like my parents kind of opened their doors, they scurried away to like go hide upstairs and let us sort of have free reign of the house. Yeah. I think it made, it, that made such a big difference because now everybody sees me as the Joyce brings people together person. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Jason, I, I would have invited you to the Oh my gosh, party. thank you. It would have been you. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you watched I... so many bad movies. <laughs> like, that was, a, that was like an agenda item. It's like, watch this one star-rated movie, see how bad it is, and experience it together. Whoa, Whoa. star-rated? What is like that one, mean? Like one star. Oh, you know, gotcha. out of five stars, it's like one, and you're like, "Damn, like yeah, how bad yeah. could that be?" So, as the like meeting host, yeah, <laughs> as the meeting yeah. chair uh, of these fourteen year olds or whatever, yes. did you kind of like, I don't know, what do you find is like the roles, the roles or responsibilities? Mm-hmm. Do you set the tone? I don't know. Is that something that just comes to you naturally? It's not something I thought about a lot. Like the first thing that comes to my mind is how stressed out I would be like five minutes mm. before the mm. start time. It's five minutes before nobody's here. And I immediately have the thought, no one's going to come to your stupid yes. little party. <laughs> Why did you even organize this? I'm never doing this again. And then I proceeded to do it for like years to come. <laughs> but every time, like, you know, I would have that feeling. And it was actually very, very sweet. Some of my friends started coming early. <laughs> yeah to help like alleviate that stress for me um but I found that once people came I feel like I didn't really have to do anything I think people were so like happy that they had somewhere Mm. to go like they would bring food or they would bring snacks um yeah I liked you know I like kind of being hostess with the mostest so I like I like buying snacks too (laughs) but other than that we had a pretty like you know, I think everyone, all my friends are quite similar. So mm. it's not like we had to mingle and like meet new people. Mm. Anyone new I knew was just a different version of my friends that already Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, great. We like found another like anime loving stray on the street. Like bring him <laughs> in, <laughs> bring him into the foster home <laughs> out from the rain. We were sort of talking about this last week with the mm-hmm. the hobbies episode, but mm-hmm. like, um, do you think high school hangouts is it just like a bunch of people like sitting around, like you know, like you know? I feel like these days yeah. as adults, there's like oh, we're getting together to play a board game. You yes, know what I mean? Like yes. there's sort of this like there's a coffee, there was a lunch, there's yeah. something, there's a ping pong, right? Whatever it is, yeah. But in high school, it was like not really the activity it's just mm-hmm. maybe the, the season it's like oh it's right. Joyce's birthday let's go because we oh, maybe that's the thing we didn't really hang out in like a big group any mm. other time mm. like on the day-to-day it's like okay we eat lunch together mm. and then I'll see you in class if we have class together and then if I don't see you then maybe I'll see you after school if we like walk home together so mm. that's the more like day-to-day and the party stuff was like you know once a year or something right yeah mm, interesting. interesting um i think i was very envious of the hosting powers that come with having a dedicated it's, space it's kind of like a insurance like no one well i don't know maybe i have like sworn enemies out there i'm not aware of but it felt like i was useful <laughs> yes that's a very sad way to look at it but looking back I'm like oh no everything is like everything feels very transactional all of a sudden it's like if I didn't have this party no one would like me oh 
<laughs> which I don't believe, but it would come in waves. Like mm. back then, it kind of felt like, oh, if I didn't do this, like what other reason would we have to hang out? Mm. Yeah. 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 I, well, I think I tried to. Um, so I also feel like I kind of um, grew into the host the friendship host. And I, I think that started in second year university when um, it like in first year you live in dorm. So it's just like, you know, you don't have a kitchen, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. then in second year, I kind of lived in this sort of like student housing townhouse thing. So maybe yeah. there's roommates, like I had three other roommates and then a kitchen. And I kind of um, took it upon myself to be like, oh, I am making my house the like party hub yeah or whatever um and i think my first um the way i did that was through food basically was um oh i'll cook for a bunch of people um everybody just come and i think that's where i learned the like um like the the tricks in the trade of Mm -hmm. Of just like what hosting people is, is like when people come in, oh, like you can hang up your jackets here. Let me get oh you some water. Gosh. Like what dietary restrictions do people have? Oh. Like, um, I, you know, what music do I want to play to set oh, the tone? Oh, true, true. Um, I think I started like thinking about like friendship compositions. Wow. Like, oh. oh yeah. Well, in university, you like just know so many more people and mm. so many different people interesting so it was, it was sort of this like orchestral like okay i want like, the yeah, like horn like section a, uh, next to literal, the strings uh what's a yeah, <laughs> yeah you're literal what's oh, what are they called conductor conductor exactly train conductor orchestra conductor wow wow how did uh, how did you like pick did you pick people to come is it just people that you would cross paths with and if you liked talking mm-hmm. to them you'd say yeah. oh yeah i'm having this thing next well, week for sure yeah. it, it went through many iterations of just um experimentation right like yeah. uh i think there was a oh this person like asks really good questions so i want to mm. make sure he comes to the party or true, true. um <laughs> or sometimes per- it's like oh this person is better to hang out with one <laughs> yes yes or the uh, opposite, like, oh no, this I can only see you in a group setting. Yeah. Or like, oh, I'm I want to invite this person because he has like a board game collection. Or this person oh, like yeah. all like cooks, like always mm-hmm. bakes cookies or whatever. Yeah. And like they contribute to the vibe of the group. Or like, oh yeah, this person was kind of like aggressive at the <laughs> at our hangout. Um, and just like kind of no, and then like me being the central hub when there's like grievances within the you know oh, it's kind of like the godfather like Whoa. right like people yeah, have to like a mafia come to me and be like jason like why did you invite this person they kind of killed the vibe and i'm like oh ah, okay but like, so, i don't know chatty i love it so that's um, so exciting even stuff like um oh let's mm-hmm. set like a doodle poll for or like you know like setting the reoccurring time yeah like i think these are like again these like soft skills that i had to like Mm. over time so true develop um yeah that fear of nobody's gonna show up i think nobody's gonna show up yeah one like one part of my journey was for sure just like figuring out like the food situation and like Mm. building my confidence as like 
oh, I will, I can make food that's edible that people like. And that's like, a good way to learn, actually. The, the insecurity of like, oh my God, what if, I mean, A, what if people get like food poisoning from totally, my cooking? Totally. Um, that's a piece of it. <gasps> but then the other piece is just like, ah, uh, I don't know if this food's too bland or blah, blah, blah. So it's mm. just, it's kind of like, um, it was like a trial by fire. Like I just mm. needed to go through and like, ride through yeah. all those anxieties and, and it's almost like you were kind of expediting the process too because i don't know when we talked about this but you mentioned that like grade 12 so you're the last year of high school that was your real like social awakening <laughs> yes so it's kind of like yeah between grade 12 to like second year university that you're like crunching three years <laughs> worth of hosting you know skills and stuff mm. um yeah to do that in just like a couple of years and during such chaotic years too. <laughs> pretty pretty exciting but but i think some people like some kids just uh maybe in elementary school they're the host mm. family and so yeah. they kind of like passively pick up some of these like good hosting skills yeah i don't know yeah what, i don't know do, where do you think I your parents yeah because my parents hate having people in our like they don't even like inviting their own friends they're like yes. nah we'll meet at a restaurant like don't come over mm. it's so messy blah 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 um but i don't know it just kind of like just thinking about it i'm like how did this happen how did i end up as the person with the house to mm. go to but that's mm. the thing it's like it was so close to our high school so everyone knew where it was or everyone like could get there like mm. take a bus or something um so it's like oh is it just another logistical convenience <laughs> <laughs> just like the rest of my life <laughs> everything like the top priority of my life is like what is the logistically most convenient option mm. for everyone like yeah. to do um I don't know I was also like I don't know maybe it's like a socializing like i'm socialized to be this way mm. i'm like a girl and you know girls are good hoes and mm. we're just so nurturing and so caring and ah, all these lovely great <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i know maybe that's part of it too but i really can't like pinpoint anything mm. specific um one thing that stands out to me about your university story is how our like socialization sort of graph like flips <laughs> because mm. when I got to university I had a very strong like I had a very strong no new friends syndrome oh. where I went to university in the same city I went to high school in um and it was a commuter school so no one hung around on campus no one I knew even lived on campus mm. because so few people like lived on campus anyway it wasn't like a campusy school Mm -hmm. um and everyone just went home after class so when I was in university you were hosting these like <laughs> fun dinner parties <laughs> I was just trying to get on the bus as fast as possible so mm. that I could just go home and be by myself and chill so we kind of like invert Whoa. our social lives yeah during those years that's so interesting yeah totally when you look back on that time like what do you yeah how do you feel about this sort of commuter mentality yeah I mean like looking back on it now it's fine it worked out but I remember at the time I I wish I tried to make friends a little more 
I have like I probably have like four people that I'm still in touch with from university well actually something I thought about a lot during first and second year especially is I felt kind of resentful towards myself and Mm. high school friends and even like my boyfriend because he was like because I met him in high school too I felt this resentment of like no like I feel like I I was upset that I didn't feel the urgency to make new friends Mm. in a way because I kind of wanted to but I just didn't feel like I needed to which Mm. again I look back on I'm like okay it's like totally fine (laughs) um you know that it worked out that way Mm. I remember in the moment I was like that would be nice to go meet more people (laughs) yeah sorry you said you felt resentful like you wanted to but you didn't necessarily like take that first step exactly I felt like you know having all these friends from high school kind of made me feel like oh you don't need more friends like you Mm. have friends like Mm. these are all the friends you'll ever need Mm. in a way so I kind of felt a little bit stunted by the end of university because it had been Mm. so long since I made a new friend Right. And then a couple of years after I graduated, like COVID happened. So meeting new people became a thing of the past. (laughs) (laughs) But I wish I kept that, like making new friends muscle, like fresh, I guess. Okay. Do you you have that muscle? Like, how's how's the how's the muscle muscle these days? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The muscle these days, I think is good, you know. Mm after after covid and after moving cities Mm. geographically relocating myself i don't know if i would have it if i still stayed in mississauga though Mm. because you are i i feel like you're good at really good at making new friends is that accurate like is that accurate to say thank you joyce it's my superpower (laughs) (laughs) is it your superpower or is it your like defense mechanism oh Thank you, Joyce. It's my defense mechanism. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, again, our last uh, episode, we were talking about hobbies. Yeah. I don't know how to untangle my hobby acquiring and my friend making. Like, I think just so much of my, like, brain energy Mm -hmm. has gone into how do I make new friends? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And every hobby like has a person and then every person has like, an, well, not hobby, but like an activity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every totally. person is like tied to an activity. My activity is podcasting. With you. <laughs> I know I'm not exempt from this. I know I'm part of this stupid, <laughs> like, <laughs> this matrix that you have going yeah. on. I know I'm in it too. Don't think oh. I'm... I'm not stupid, Chase, that it wasn't Joyce, this yesterday. whole podcast is a ploy just to be better friends with you. No, but it's true. I feel like that, like, with my... Well, I think, like, when I was in the peak of my, like, hosting mm. time, I really felt that. Like, every... Like, if I'm not hosting this party, I have this sense that the friendships will fall apart, that there's no use for me. Mm. Um, apparently, this is something for folks who grew up with emotionally unavailable parents a lot of us experience shout out to you yeah shout out to the emotionally unavailable (laughs) parents out there oh my god um not to like yeah not to drag my parents too hard but future episode yeah future episode. (laughs) yeah but part of it is um seeing your relationships as transactional Mm. because as a kid I would always have to like do something impress my parents and then get attention from my parents Mm. like without me doing something 
it was hard for that attention mm. to happen. Right. right. Yeah. So I feel like in my friendships, then um, hosting the party or like during COVID, we did like a virtual game night mm. every Friday for like mm. two and a half years for the majority yeah. of COVID. We bought every single Jackbox game. We found every single like free multiplayer game, like website. We yes. would play them if they're like buggy. We we're like like beta consumer, testers. We're beta testers. We're like the consumer report of online yes. party games. I feel like, um, but it was the same sense where I felt like, oh, if I, you know, if I'm not initiating this, no one else will initiate for mm. me, and then that makes me sad too. Yeah, totally. Mm. I had that like so the my second year um people at that time nicknamed my house Grandma Jason's house so um cute. just cuz oh I'm God. like cooking for everyone all the time. Anyways, <laughs> after Grandma Jason went on his like work co-op placement yes. in Red Deer, Alberta, oh um, there was just this 8-month dead zone where like my friends were like Oh yeah, I haven't seen that person in eight months. I wonder why. And then when I came back, they're like, "Oh, I haven't seen you since Jason left for his call." And I'm like, "Jesus!" It's like you guys are nothing without me. <laughs> it is a good feeling to feel wanted in that way. Yeah. But do you ever get the feeling like that feeling I mentioned? If if I'm mm. not initiating, no one yeah, else yeah, yeah. does. I think well, that's. This yeah. is the evolution of my friendship okay. skill thing. Is like um, it's You're called like a skill tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like uh, tier four tech. Oh my know? god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, like level one, you learn pottery and archery, and then there's like beer making or whatever, and then you learn catapults. Level four is like you're making the the spaceship that goes. Oh my god! True. You know, um, aerospace engineering. Aerospace engineering. So this is the aerospace engineering friendship tech is uh you got to learn how to transition plan do you know what i'm talking about oh my god like an exit strategy yo exit <gasps> strategy so oh this god. is um it's like about like, like delegating tasks mm. and like rotating chairs and I, I remember this one time uh i was hosting like hikes and mm. so basically i would just like pick a mountain pick a date uh you know assemble hey sh like message the groups being like does anyone i'm gonna hike the chief or whatever oh does anybody want to come um and so this one time i got like 20 people to come or something like there were like group. three or four vehicles and i'm freaking like running like uh like supply chain logistics simulator uh, uh, you're just like city skylines i'm hitting city skylines <laughs> with my friends and um one of them was like my friend had a van and i put him in charge of like oh you're gonna pick up everybody who lives in like this area of vancouver and i just like um you know i set up a little message group and i sent it to him of like okay uh, you know, here's the major group message. Everyone, your driver is this guy. I'll let you guys sort out the logistics. Oh my God. And right. then the night before, there's this one girl who messages the group being like, hey, so I thought, I think well, there's a hike tomorrow. I thought you would like, let us know where you're going to pick us up, blah, 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 blah. And then he, she just puts that message in. And then my friend who's driving private messages me. She's like, Jason, all your friends are mad at me. 
<laughs> because <laughs> I mean, talk about my greatest fear coming true and the exact reason I don't let control go for anything. Oh my god. Well, like literally that's exactly why I have that mentality of if I don't do it, no. Oh my god. So so like this is what I recognize is not healthy. Don't I don't recommend that. I mean, this is what's running through my head, right? It's like my friend has the car or the van. So he should he as the van driver, he is responsible for picking the meeting location and the meeting time for the six people he's picking up. Right. But his mentality was like, oh, I don't know anybody. I don't live in Vancouver. He was driving in from Chilliwack. He's like, I'll let them like talk amongst themselves. Talk amongst themselves. They'll find the best meeting location and they'll tell me what I should do. Uh, So it was this like passing of buck who's responsible for what thing. Right. And I'm like, no, in my head, I'm like, no, driver, clearly you're you're the one who should be doing that. But I guess like, you know, we were like 22 at the time. And of I'm like, course. No, not a single brain cell was in that. In <laughs> all 20 people, it's like no brain activity whatsoever. So so I think, yeah, I, that was kind of like a lesson. Like that was just my realization of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he's never like coordinated a hike among 20 strangers before. Yeah. Like, fair enough, you know? And, totally. and, and So back to the aerospace engineering, it's okay. like, there's sort of like mentorship that needs to happen. Oh <laughs> you know, like it's a mentorship program. <laughs> um, if but... only everyone took friendship as seriously as we take friendship. <laughs> what would the world be like? I wonder. It's like world peace all around. Yo, um, uh-huh. my my friend um, with, with my one friend, Dwayne, we actually have this. Shout out to Dwayne. We have like a name for this. We call it like friend craft. Um, have we talked about this? No, what is going on? So, <laughs> so Friendcraft is sort of like World of Warcraft? You, you, you witchcraft, like you okay, gotta okay. learn the magic of people, I see. like the what, magic of the, socializing. The study, the science. Like so I have true. a I have a four-year diploma in <laughs> you know, Friendcraft. Absolutely. <laughs> um I you know, and I think there's kind of like Friendcraft 101. Mm. This is icebreaker questions. Mm. This is like, you know, uh, uh, small talk versus more emotional levels. Mm. You know, this is the, we are not, when is it appropriate to bust out? We are not really strangers in a group of new friends. You know, (laughs) like I've written an essay on that. Oh my God. (laughs) My thesis. Friendcraft is like everything I am. you know on the on the same vein of like if everyone took friendship as seriously as we did the world would be a better place i think it is nice to like hear that other people are so intentional because Mm. like like my friends are great it's fine and not everyone has this like crafting superpower Mm. um but after a few years of being the planning friend yeah yeah i i got a little i got a little tired on that career (laughs) (laughs) totally and and i think like yeah a break was necessary and a balance is important Mm. because again like i couldn't let go of control i wouldn't let go of control i i almost think like me becoming the host friend is just like some elaborate defense mechanism i had to just like be able to have more control in my Mm. social life because Mm. i didn't i never wanted to feel like oh we don't have any chances to hang out 
like, I'll make chances for us. <laughs> it's a, consider this a threat. <laughs> but then I think I got to a point where I almost felt like, I know, like I couldn't, I, I couldn't be happy without hanging out with my friends. Yeah. It, it made me start to question how much I valued my alone time. Mm. It brought that into question. And I think that's where my like retirement kind of started kind of came with the same time as COVID so no one could be hanging out anyway mm-hmm. like I saw time by myself just an opportunity to see more friends right it's like oh if it's like alone time it can be overwritten at any time mm-hmm. yeah 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 well a few things in there like one is um yeah like if we're going to circle back to that sort of resentment feeling yeah um I think I wasn't sure if my friends actually liked hanging out with me good old people pleasing you know like oh i just made it convenient like my value add is like oh i will cook for them logistical convenience right totally and like the only reason they're willing to spend their time with me is because i've made it so easy and i've like jumped through so many hoops for them yeah and then you know me testing the water or like cutting them off cold turkey and then they're like red deer alberta (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but they're them being like after months reaching out like jason i miss spending time with you what happened and i'm like oh you enjoyed hanging out like i thought you were oh. like like it was i was sort of confused or like in my head if you want to spend time time with someone they would just reach out but they never knew to ask. Ah, they were, I just sort of yeah. trained them to expect mm, that I would lead. And I think I, I also realized this. This was sort of something I was debriefing a little bit or prepping for our episode today is like, I don't have like spontaneous friends. Like I only have planned friends oh, to the point yeah. where my spontaneous friends are afraid to reach out to me because they think you already have something planned because I'm so planned all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And so like the planned friends go with the planned friends, the spontaneous friends go with the spontaneous friends. Oh. And then I think I had this point in my life where I was sort mm. of like spontaneous envious or something Mm. like i was just like oh i wish i had a mix or like what is the right balance how could i have some more spontaneous friends i think this like is extra real in like relationships Mm -hmm. um like when i kind of like you know with my girlfriend and she's like oh yeah jason maybe her friends were like more spontaneous friends Uh, and then they would get like last minute invited to a thing and then for me i'm like oh like i can't can't come (laughs) yeah i already Um, have something booked four weeks yeah, ago. <laughs> totally. So after your hiatus and after you didn't see your friends for a while, did you continue seeing them? Is it just like life moved on and mm. like is it people you don't see anymore? Because I feel like part of that like spontaneous versus scheduled friend time, I think mm. it's also just part of like growing up, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> we all become slaves to the calendar Yo. um so it's you know not not i don't think it's like uh like a moral failure of you mm-hmm. not being mm-hmm. spontaneous enough sometimes i think it's also we we do be living in a society mm. <laughs> um i think well i'm more at peace with my like planning these days mm-hmm. um and yeah i think there's this element of like proactivity or mm-hmm. um 
I think what's challenging is like I have to learn how to like anticipate my loneliness. Um, So I don't know if like maybe uh, like a metaphor example that I'll use is like with like meal prep, like I'm not hungry now, but I know I'll be hungry in two hours. And I know like me cooking takes an hour. So yeah. I can't wait until I'm hungry before yes. I start cooking. That's just bad planning. Interesting. Right? So you're kind of like filling your calendar because, okay, I know I'm going to want to see this person or I'm going to want to see somebody at some mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I might as well just put it in the books. Um, and yeah, just let the time, like the time will pass anyway. Right. Kind yeah. of vibe. Mm. Or like, I think... It, this is like the experimentation that I have to arrive with is like, I needed to kind of anticipate my cycles of, Oh, you know, I know I need breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I Mm -hmm. know I need this many friendship hangouts every Mm -hmm. week Mm -hmm. or else I'm just like not getting my fill. Right. Um, and I think that experimentation is I've gone overboard where I've overbooked myself and I've over socialized and I'm like, oh, this was too much. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody at this point. Right. And I've also gone stretches of, yeah, maybe in that resentful period where it's like, I'm not going to make any plans. If they yeah. want to hang out, they're going to hang out with me. <laughs> oh, but then no, like nobody hung there. out with me and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm so lonely. Oh, no. <laughs> you say, yeah. I, I know, I know this is a friendship episode, but like, is your, um, like your alone time is that also very planned or do you think are you able to be spontaneous like by yourself Mm. or is like off the table yeah yeah I feel like like alone uh, no for me alone time quote-unquote it's also like friendship with yourself time Mm. that's how I've kind of grown to see it to see it um because any whenever I would have that resentment around reaching out to me no one's making plans I would just think well why don't why aren't I making plans with myself like I'm right right here like just go hang out with you yeah whoa that's like what a concept I feel like (laughs) I know what a concept well that's that's where that idea where I've devalued my alone time so much because of social conditioning because I am just having so much fun with my friends I would rather hang out with my friends than hang out on my own but it turns out having alone time is also very helpful mm. and it kind of it, it it's a really good training area because you said you know at, there was a point you wanted to be more spontaneous I think I had a similar feeling but you know trying to be spontaneous with other people is so hard so I would practice by being spontaneous with myself like very Mm. small like minuscule ways Mm. um but you know maybe maybe it's like a dissociative thing I'm like I'll just see myself as a separate person and it's like it's me and it's Joyce and we are gonna go and like walk around and like eat ice cream if we want and like go window shopping um and having that as like kind of a training ground essentially Mm. you know it's like driver's ed how to beta test like a new style of friendship or something like that. That's been helpful for me. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. That's the sound of Jason's brain. Like, yeah, just being like, wow, I've never thought about that. Well, well, how do you like, how do you 
value your alone time if you do or don't. Yeah, very much. I saw like uh, in the past, mm -hmm. my alone time was just like logistical. That's my like organizational oh, like admin plan. Time. Admin time. Yeah, yeah, yeah your yeah. admin overhead. hours. Overhead oh my hours. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, whenever I was at home, it would be in preparation for like doing the logistics. Yes, true. The next <laughs> friendship hangout, right? Whether that's like cooking, cleaning, grocery shopping, researching, like, where researching, to go. totally. Yeah. Um, even like um. I saw like my media consumption, like, oh, I am watching this TV show as research. I'm doing my pre-reading for the next time I'm at a dinner party and I Psychotic. can like, <laughs> uh, I'm like drafting my like speaking points on like, you know, this new Pixar movie mm, or whatever. Interesting. Um, so I it's like there's like... always an output for totally. what you're consuming. There's never like the output is never, oh, that was fun. Now I'm never going to tell anyone about this. The so only reason yeah. I do anything is ah. so I can tell someone about it. Oh. Well, that, uh, that's what we talked about in the hobbies episode too. Like, I don't think there's anything you do that you can't, not can't tell anyone about, but you wouldn't tell anyone about. Mm. You know, there's nothing that you do just for Jason. Right. Interesting. <laughs> and that, well, that's like the 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 time optimization is like, even like me learning a new skill, like it's like, oh, I don't know whether it's like I want to like do more push-ups and sit-ups so that next time I go rock climbing, I'll be better at rock climbing. So I can like with my friend, we can be better rock. You know what I mean? Like Kristen, that was how yeah. my brain was like. That's the like capitalism productivity yeah. shaving. Yeah. Optimization. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh so I I think what you're saying about like changing the relationship that I have with myself and like oh I'm being my own friend and like mm. the the thing that I am doing I am reading this book for okay. me. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well yeah, it was like a like a little journaling exercise I heard. It's like think about, you know, three or five things that you do for other people. Like nice things that you've done for other people. How can you do those things for yourself? Right. And if you feel like a resistance to it, why? Right. <laughs> why don't you want to do nice things for yourself? Yeah. Oh, because we, I mean, Jason, we do so much. <laughs> we're our damn friends. <laughs> yeah. It's important, yeah, to take care of ourselves too. You know, we won't go into the saga right now, but Kristen, goodbye. Rest, our, our, our not rest in peace, but... To your, all yeah, the best anyway. to your future endeavors. Um, our, our therapist can no longer be our therapist because she's finding a new job. Um, <sighs> and we were sort of debriefing our kind of our three year long therapy relationship. And uh, one thing that she was saying was like, oh, I was saying like, yeah, I, I have this lot of pressure to like entertain other people. And mm -hmm. she's like, oh, you know, in what ways has that showed up in our therapy relationship? And I'm like, so much like are you so kidding much. me like me too <laughs> oh my well not not with Kristen but the first time I ever tried therapy I actually no not the first time no no definitely the first time for sure it's like you can't escape it I noticed I kept like cracking jokes during our meeting and my first therapist she was great she was like very stoic and very like you know non didn't react to it that much mm. 
Um, so she never really engaged with it. But then the next therapist I tried, she was laughing up a storm, <laughs> giggling. And I'm like, I am so funny. My therapist <laughs> loves me. And then seeing that contrast, I was like, oh no, I think I do need a therapist who doesn't engage with this like people pleasing behavior of mine. Mm. Um, it's so interesting. Did you like notice something similar with Kristen or something? Well, it's not so much that she laughed at our jokes, but oh the, the amount of like prep I would do for each oh, session. Yeah, true. Right? Like I'm coming in hot. I got my store, I got my speaking points lined up. Like this is what we're talking about. This is what I want to get out of it. And I had a lot of like quote unquote control in yes. the relationship. It's always it's, about control. It's true. The control and the outcome of like, this is what I want to learn today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I didn't leave a lot of space for like exploration. Spontaneity, perhaps? Spontaneity, oh, perhaps. Interesting. Maybe as a function of my anxiety, perhaps. But um, <laughs> so... Yeah, I just put in a lot of like preparation into each of my therapy sessions. And similarly, I put a lot of preparation into my friendships yeah. of like, here's my speaking points. Here's the jokes that I'm going to make. Yeah. Here are the stories that I'm going to yeah. tell. You know what I mean? And um, where was I going with this? So she was asking, in what ways am I trying to entertain her? Oh, yeah. Mm. So I think, you know, it's funny when as we're talking about this, like, I'm like I feel like I'm out of touch with what I like right yeah like, I don't know yes. what I I've, want I've had that feeling before or, like I don't know what's entertaining for me <laughs> because and, all and of my energy kind of independently like in isolation yeah I, I get that because so much of my energy is to entertain other people right yeah. like the the podcast I'm listening <laughs> to the um books that i'm reading the movies yeah. the shows that i'm watching Even, like all the places of it. you go or like the things that you do like totally yeah. i am consuming those experiences in order to package them into entertainment for Whoa. other people um, the ultimate so content creator <laughs> and you said you don't like social media jason you're the most social of all the medias oh no no become your worst nightmare oh my god that's so interesting yeah so how do i like consume content and package it for my entertainment yeah like so do not know how yeah well it's uh, here's the thing though i think you do know how i think Mm. you just forgot how right because i think like you know it's wow full circle episode moment we talk about what we were like when we were kids and how much I like little stuffies. And, you know, I think back to the things that I liked when I was a teenager, when I didn't have anyone to talk to them, to talk to other people about, you know, those niche interests, like the internet wasn't really that cool yet. Um, so it's like, oh yeah, like those things I really enjoyed, even though I couldn't tell anybody about it. Right. So when I'm looking at my like Rolodex of hobbies now, I look and I see, well, if there was something that I would continue to do at the Mm. same rate I do it at, if I couldn't tell anyone about it, would I still want to do it? Mm. That's kind of my criteria, I think. Talked about Mm. a bit hobby episode. Um, And just, it's nice to have things that I think things you can't tell other people about like it's just so niche it's so weird no one else is gonna like know what you're talking about but to have that is nice to like 
go back to it does mm. it feels very grounding it feels like I feel very seen whenever I'm engaging in those hobbies right so like the short form version of mine is like reading like romance novels and like mm. staying up till like 4 a.m to read fan fiction that's been mm. written in like 2012 mm. um yeah reading like Harry Potter fan fiction even though I've never read Harry Potter before <laughs> I don't care <laughs> everything I know mm. about Harry Potter Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Wow. Um, what else? Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I've exclusively learned from fan fiction. So shout out to huh. them. Shout but, out. And yeah, I think I think the feeling of like feeling seen, that's what I like think about whenever I think about those types of activities. Right. Mm. How how do you split that out from like I don't know, like I don't want to use the word shame, but mm-hmm. it's like this level of like oh okay yeah yeah i get what you mean because yeah. again sacrilegious hobbies are <laughs> do be like that sometimes maybe it's like it's something that i don't tell other people about mm. but i don't like have to hide it right because i think there was a time i did that didn't tell anyone because i knew no one was interested in it but i also mm. knew that if i told like nico about it or like my anime friends who also mm. you know no fan fiction and stuff like that um like if i told them i also like don't care (laughs) right so i guess like my mind goes to two places there was this period um i think uh recently was it this summer i don't know i forget but i like um i was like watching starcraft 2 replays nice um and it was like wild yeah part of it it was just like curiosity of um well, I think I like downloaded StarCraft 2 because I understood mm-hmm. that it's it's now free to play. I didn't know that. That's wow. like a new oh. revelation for Yay. me. So I'm like, oh, so I like downloaded StarCraft 2. Um, and I like because I, I remember in high school, I played a lot of Warcraft. Yeah, not not the MMO, but like yeah. just the strategy game. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, this is like a, you know, blast from the past or whatever. Totally. Let, let me see what these what's people new? are up to what's new right we knew what's fresh so i downloaded starcraft and um it was very hard like it was so complicated it's hard. <laughs> like, Jesus. i just Your got brain destroyed was so yeah I'm totally like, wow i do not have any of the muscles or any like all yeah. the hotkeys you know so oh, no uh that was complicated but then so i'm just like watching like what yeah. does a pro level starcraft totally, totally and i'm just like listening to that but then i like got into the like like i think i like the commentator yeah, like yeah. just like listening to it's yeah. like like watching there's people, people who are english. good at it <laughs> it's like 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 i know they're speaking english right but like they're not (laughs) (laughs) so i I was i remember watching a few like starcraft 2 replays and i'm like Mm. what a world that we live in and i I also know um my friend in university my roommate he uh we used to play league of legends very like um well i wasn't very good at it but he, I would only ever play with him because he would tell me what to do. Right, yes. <laughs> you know, like, Jason, go here. Jason, do this. Jason, yeah. use this spell. And I'm like, oh, shit, thank you. Um, I got you. Good support. So, good support. Yeah, great coach. Um, and through him, he was showing me, like, yeah, like, what, like, pro-level League of Legends is yeah. and, like, the, like, world championship. And mm-hmm. then he was showing me, like, 
freaking the production value of like uh, they're like fireworks like imagine dragons yeah, is like playing at their like <laughs> opening ceremony it's like the olympics right and Literally, like oh my League of God. legends world is <laughs> unironically so fun to watch and i barely know anything about league of legends if like i'm online and it's on i will watch it like right. every year i've watched it for like two or three years now okay cool jang I just know I'm having a good time. Just the spectacle of it, right? Yeah, like and like fun. there's something um totally and, and I think there's something fun about like mm. trying to like understand this world, I think. Yeah. Like it's like it's like a mental puzzle where I'm ah, just like that's a good way to You know what I mean? It. Like yeah. oh, they use this term and mm. I'm like, "Oh, let me google like, what oh, this they term keep is." Like, saying this term. Oh, you know, and it's just like it's like fun to kind of like passively Piece it together. Piece it. Anyways, yeah. so okay. all this to say is um yeah, I remember watching these like StarCraft 2 replays. Yeah. Uh in in addition to that, um I had this period where I wanted to um learn how to play chess better and yeah. um I was le- I was watching there's this like um chess youtuber i don't know how his name agadmator i don't know anyway okay. he's like the most popular chess streamer in the world or whatever and like he's this like nice croatian man and he just like puts up daily chess videos and again it's <laughs> this like similar experience where like i'll watch it as like background noise mm. and it's like it's almost like soothing mm. it's like almost asmre yeah in that like it's predictable because every single episode, every single like video is like, it's just a chess match. It's yeah. 10 minutes. Mm. He says like the London system opening, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, okay. Uh, and like, I've since given up my chess dreams and like, I've stopped playing chess and blah, blah, blah. Like, but I think I still come back to those videos sometimes. It's just yeah. like, I'm eating my cereal. I don't like, know. Today's like a good day for a chess video. And it just like pops up on my like YouTube feed and it's totally. like and it's like the greatest queen sacrifice blah 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 of 2023. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'll watch it. And I watch it and like again, not necessarily just, like, pure if... entertainment. I don't know. How do you describe like I'm watching it for no other reason than this sounds good right now? And you know, it sounds so minuscule, but I think mm. making those kind of, like that's a spontaneous decision if right. you think about it and yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah. like the smaller scale of it it's like okay maybe it's not like a big activity that you always do and like you don't tell anyone mm. um i think and like a step down from that was whenever i would like go on a walk or like go to the beach or like like i go just walk down the street or something i would go and like i wouldn't tell anyone that mm. i went that was a very mm. foreign experience for me, especially mm. after I moved out. I was always used to like telling my parents where I was going, telling like my friends like, oh, I'm going here. Do you want to come? Mm. Like, oh, if you're in the neighborhood, do you want to tag along? Or, right. oh, I'm driving by. Like, do you want me to pick you up? Mm. Like starting to just do this something and like no one else knows about it mm. except for me. And if that's something like you're not used to, it does feel very weird at some yeah. point. So, you know, you picking that video, it's kind of like a version of that. Totally. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know what it is. I don't necessarily feel compelled to tell other people. Like, mm-hmm. 
I have shared with people in the past. They're like, oh, yeah, I was watching this chess video, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think the other things that I consume, it is with this assumption of like, I want to improve the other person's life. Like, it's like, I want I can to fix like, them, not fix them, but like, <laughs> I want to like make it worthwhile that they're hanging out with Jason and yeah. they're having well, a good time. I remember you described like your personality to me, like, like maybe last year or something. You were like, um, yeah, like everything I do is to impress other people because that's like what you grew up feeling, right? Like mm. when you were growing up in Chilliwack mm. to be like the Asian friend, you kind of needed something else. Yeah. Like they won't just be your friends just to be your friends yeah. because you were Asian. Yeah. You needed to be like Asian and I'm something. cooking for them. I'm and planning I'm their hikes yeah. and I'm like facilitating yeah. their friendships and their bubble. Yeah. Um, so all that we're this is like a complete left turn but one of the biggest compliments i've ever received was a friend coming up to me being like jason like thank you um literally all of my friends i know through you <laughs> oh my God. like my best friend i met my husband through you oh, shit, i like crazy. Um, my best bridesmaid like my like maid of honor yeah. i only know through my friendship with you and i'm like oh you're welcome <laughs> was that like your dream like yes, your secret yes. yeah yeah you're like this was my plan all along um i think it's one thing to like have received that compliment but then like now having some distance of it it's like i'm glad i did that but like how much is that really improving my quality of life like yeah exactly like you're doing so much for other people and like what are you getting like did you go to the wedding at least like i did but <laughs> okay yeah. good good you got a wedding out of it that is worth it i think they told me that at their wedding so <laughs> fair enough coming back to this chess video watching yes. like here's this thing i'm not doing it for anyone else i'm yep. doing it just for my own benefit and i like i i think this is where i like ask myself is like is this how I want to spend my time? Like, is this mm -hmm. like what a worthwhile life is? And, you know, this is like the big question. That's a big like, one. You what know, is like, a worthwhile life? No big deal. <laughs> right. You know, and I think for so long yes. it was embedded in, oh, when I think about like the richness of life, I want mm. it with friends and, like, you know, hobbies. And like, yeah. I want it to do something that like, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm like, I, I don't want regrets when I'm dying. Of I want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm really happy. I like went to those weddings and like I saw my friends grow and like, yes, all of those are meaningful. And then like, it's like, oh, you know, I'm at this point where it's like, I don't necessarily care to be a better chess player. Yeah. But like, I'm still like watching chess. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's um you don't need to watch something to like. Like, you can purely be entertained by it, and, like, that's where the value can end. Right. You know? It doesn't need to be some, like, profound, like, Jason becomes a grandmaster in chess, like, right. timeline. It, and that's, again, and I think that's what I need to, like, kind of recircuit my brain with. Because mm, that's yeah. what, I think that's the argument that I hear sometimes with, like, 
why do you watch so many sports? You don't even play NFL, you know, like you right. don't even play basketball. But it's and, and I think that's the same argument that people have made of like, it's even stupider if it's League of Legends. Like you're not even playing, <laughs> you're not even playing the video <laughs> game. You're just watching you're other just watching... people play the video game, right? Oh yeah, and I am like, so. And so I'll like have watched that, like, you know, the hour of, oh wow, yes. look at these like cartoon characters kill each other on screen. And I'm like, hmm. Is that how I spend my morning today? I guess so. Where do you want to be? Because this seems to be like, it's not just friendship episode. It's the yeah. relationship of the self episode. <laughs> <laughs> friendship with yourself. Yeah. I, I guess like for me, like going, like going forward, I'm really glad like I've tested both sides of the experience. Like, over planning everything with my friends, always spending time with them, not able to do anything on my own to like hyper independence, move across the country. Like it's, or I I'm like afraid to rely on other people too. That's the other mm. half of it. Mm. Um, So, you know, just like everything else, it's like striking that balance and maybe like not think I like, I don't think I just, I just don't want to think too hard about it. Like, not that it has to be, like, easy breezy all the time, hmm. but I guess I was just thinking about how, like, we don't have to be friends, you know? Like, hmm. me and everyone I'm friends with, it's like, you don't have to be here. Like, you can just go and, like, never nope. talk to me again if you want to. That's right. fine. But I, yeah, I guess, like, just want to soak it in like while we while we've got it i guess yeah yeah the time and the you know shared interests and the history like all those things that make up what is friendship another big ass question on our hands mm. yeah so maybe like for the future balance it out continue to explore friendship with joyce joyce on joyce friendship but also continue to like <laughs> not like to learn more about my friends because when you're friends with people for a long time I think you kind of settle into this like oh this is who you are and this is how you always will be right. so I want to also prioritize like continuing to learn about right people that I already know yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a good reflection I think for me something that I've been thinking about in our conversation is like how maybe just like making space for both yeah. like and like that's the thing it's like you, you can schedule for that <laughs> yeah totally it, while I can get myself burnt out and like over scheduled and over planned and resentful I also like doing those things yeah, <laughs> you know like I, know. I like hosting I like yeah. scheduling I like exactly. planning the vacation right I was actually and, thinking I'm like I want to like host a birthday party next year yo. I haven't done that in years <laughs> um it's fun to kind yeah. of like let's assemble a playlist for the evening oh and, so true you know and so I um the the work that I put into friendship is also the fun of the friendship and exactly. um like i think none of it is i need to do this for the friendship all of it is i want to do this for the friendship yeah that's right? true like true. not doing it from a place of like desperation right of um like i i don't need to 
organize the menu. I want to organize the menu. Mm. I don't need to read this book. I want to read this book mm, because yeah. it helps. It, it like it does give me lots of speaking points, yeah. and I like doing it, and all of True. that's fun. And then there's also a distinction of like need to and get to. Have right. you ever heard that one? Yes, it's like yes. oh, I like I feel like that's kind of like on the same vein. I'm like mm-hmm. this is so great. I like get to plan a trip with my friends that like we have time we have money like right we can all just kind of play hooky from life for a couple days yeah yeah Yeah. I mean the chances of like crossing paths with someone that you connect with that you like feel close to or you know Mm. grow to feel close to it's so rare there's so many like bad weird people out there (laughs) so when you find some good ones you should like hold on tight a lot more to talk about. I know. Vis-a-vis I have a, I have a, I have a call to action. <laughs> I wanted to hear. Um, but for anyone listening, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Please subscribe because uh, clearly we've got, we're not, this is, there's unfinished business uh, in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Untapped potential. So please subscribe for future episodes. We are on Instagram at hot water in the morning and our email is hot water in the morning at gmail.com. Please message us or send us an email with how many group chats you're Oh, yo. (laughs) I was thinking about this while you were talking about your, like, car planning fiasco. I'm like, how many group chats are Jason in? Like, it sounds crazy, but I'm pretty sure you must be, I don't know. Are you in a lot? Or is that just me? Well, (laughs) um... What I've learned is uh, group chats are ineffective. <laughs> for, for my friend group, group yes. chats are ineffective mechanisms of communicating because uh, the, the responsibility isn't clear, right? Oh, and so I see. The, the group chat is almost the summary, but I'll like afterwards zero in on like, who's the point of contact? And it's, like, really uh, important to notify, like, oh, this is the driver. So I'm going to private message the driver to be, like, blah, 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 blah. And it sounds inefficient, but it actually, what I've found, it, like, it saves more. Yeah. Um, that being said, yeah, group chats up the wazoo. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like group chats are more like a, like a message board, like the mm. town square, like, bulletin board okay Every, a couple of people like drop a meme here and there yeah, and yeah, be yeah. like haha hee hee hoo hoo little giggles here and there and then all of a sudden it'll be like game night two weeks from now gather in the group chat at this time mm. and then yeah that's that's kind of how i see it yeah. <laughs> so it's great it's nice to see different different functions of yeah i think i have a uh my asia so one of my groups was um or this was a talking point but i want to shout out is my uh um asian extremist um, oh, no. group uh we're called i thought, I thought we were rebranding that uh yeah but we know <laughs> <laughs> um it's like the uh the the acronym is blt stands for boba liberal trajectory um <laughs> so cute. I'll, I'll talk about it um, in a future episode because we didn't get time to it today but shout out to uh blt group members my asian extremist <laughs> group um yeah I, we're rebranding to centering asian joy ah uh, well it used to be called the asian trauma oh yeah 
and then we're like hmm maybe asian healing group <laughs> and we're like wow that's so beautiful um steph the other day joked that it's the center for asian excellence <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're like a kumon like group Yo, or something for sure for, hey kumon asian trauma group i don't know what the difference vancouver is. i'm in this like yeah. friendship band um yes which uh we we would go on annual road trips wow. um so that's kind of a that's kind of a group chat shout out to mm. you guys um i'm in a racket club uh i'm telling you it's our um ping pong badminton oh racquetball God. tennis pickleball group Holy community cow. so um i'm in that group we started a split wise uh the other day so that's you a know true it's sign of friendship yeah, no, yeah 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 we're mixing oh finances i'm not even like on that level <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um and then i guess a new one i don't know if i'm a part of this or not but like the the choir right it's like yes. a group chat but that one feels different because it's like much just bigger there yeah yeah just for choir so I, I think i'm in a few of these like organization ones where like totally. they added me and i'm like i guess i'm a part of this i don't know i never post but there's memes flying around anyway totally so. choir memes love those <sighs> wow we are. okay well if anyone has more group chats than jason does i want to hear about it for sure <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening thank you everyone and we'll see you in the next episode bye, bye.